Hello, everyone. Welcome to One Control Report Podcast, episode 122. Benjamin Yoder here today. Talk to you about video games. We're gonna have a tiny, a tiny anime update. Um, first and foremost, I just want to say, like, like I don't know why I get this way. I kind of talked about it a little bit on stream, but like sometimes if I'm actively enjoying something or or maybe like just came out of enjoying it, I I feel like I don't really have a full grasp of how how much I enjoyed it. It's it's part of the reason why I'm like, oh, I I. I like to wait before making coverage. Like why I probably would never be good at like making videos on the cutting edge games, the game that just came out. What if I made a video about the links, links awakening, uh, remake that just came out. And it just, it just, it, it doesn't really fit, I guess how I th- think or at the rate at which I think maybe I'm a little slow on developing opinions or something. Um, uh, I don't know, uh, whatever, but, um, but yeah, so sometimes I get where, where, where I'll say like something is okay. And then like, not really like I kind of find out later that it wasn't just okay. I actually really liked it. And so last week I kind of downplayed real life. And the more I think about real life, the anime, uh, the more I think I like it. Like, I think I want, I'm not going to talk about it too long, but I just wanted to kind of say, like, I think the show does some really interesting stuff in the dynamic of the characters and things like that. Like, because you have these adults that are, are playing a role in these high school lives, it introduces, like, a level of logic into, like, a high school drama that you typically wouldn't have. And there's, like, a, a change in tone in the, sto- the, or not tone, but, like, perspective in the show halfway through that I really like. And And the more I think about it, the more I really appreciate what that show did in terms of that stuff. So... I just wanted to say that real quick because because last week I felt like I kind of downplayed real life and I I, I did I think I really like it I really really enjoy it, um but yeah in in, in terms of actual anime update though uh I I watched Girls Beyond the Wasteland that's not a very good show, <laughs> uh I didn't really enjoy it very much I think I was very much just trying to fill the hole that real life left in my my soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, oh, I just want to watch anime. Also, I think like I've been really busy at work lately, so I keep burning myself out. Um, and so like playing video games is not a super relaxing pastime for me. It's usually a very work intensive one. And I really, really enjoy it, but but it, it's not something that I can really come home and just be like, ah, video games. It, it when I play video games, it generally creates more work for me at home. So so it's not a big deal. It's not that I'm saying that I, I don't enjoy playing games either. I don't I don't want to give that impression either. It's just when I play games and enjoy them, that creates more work for me. So I have to be a little careful with how much I play games. So so while I'm kind of beaten down by actual work that I use to pay for my problems in life, um, uh, I think I think anime has been kind of the the comfort comfort food in between uh uh for that so but yeah girls beyond the wasteland uh it's it's not very good about it. like a bunch of teens who are making a visual novel and like there's no real character development it's it's really just like a sequence of events maybe the anime is not as good as the manga or something but i didn't really like it i don't really want to talk about it that much but all i'm saying is that i take back what i said last week anime is not worth paying attention to don't pay attention to it i say that but i'm going to keep watching anime i'm joking please leave me alone valkyria chronicles <laughs> Um, speaking of anime, Valkyria Chronicles DLC, I've been streaming that, uh, now we're getting to the actual game stuff, um, I've been streaming Valkyria Chronicles DLC, and the first week it actually went pretty bad, this, this up, this last week actually though, I did make a good bit of progress, uh, I actually made use of the save feature, which was, which was good and nice, 
Um, and, and what I noticed the first week when I was playing that Valkyrie Chronicles DLC is just like mechanically how Valkyrie Chronicles plays has not changed that much. I kind of realized like, like when I sit down and play Valkyrie Chronicles one, it feels very much like playing Valkyrie Chronicles four. So it's very much like a, a, a structure thing and like map design that I think the Valkyrie Chronicles games really differentiate differentiate between each other uh but when it comes to like the mechanics of the game itself it's all very similar so so that was kind of the first takeaway i had um and then like the 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 second dlc which is uh savaria which if you don't know and in valkyrie chronicles there's like this uh this race called the valkyrie of like super powerful people and and what typically in the games there's one on the enemy side and they're kind of like the big major force that uh attacks you i guess i don't uh, not attacks you but they're they're, they're like the, the super weapon of the other other uh team basically and so valkyrie chronicles has a character called savaria which if you if you know anything about valkyrie chronicles you probably know savaria at the very least um and she uh uh I don't really remember anything about Savaria or her character development, but this DLC is focused around her, like a story, a bunch of soldiers surrounding her, particularly one, Johannes, I think his name is. Um, and like, they're building a relationship between them because apparently like for probably for video game reasons, uh, uh, she can't use her powers cause the military wants her to hide it right now. So she's like running around with like a super powered machine gun, but she only carries that and nothing else. So the, the, the mechanic guy is kind of like makes up for, for her shortcomings with, uh, he carries the heal stuff. He has explosives. So they kind of are two characters that work in tandem kind of thing. Uh, and so when it comes to the actual story dialogue, it actually is, is, I wouldn't say it's anything super special, but it's nice because you get like this kind of normal military man kind of put in like an extraordinary role. Um, he is kind of one of those characters that's kind of, I don't know how you put it, <laughs> it kind of a nobody, but he's he's kind of like a fairly kind guy, I guess, um, kind of nervous at things. Um, but I but I think Salvaria as, does like enough of the heavy lifting of the character dialogue and stuff that it's uh, really enjoyable. So... We're still playing that Valkyrie Chronicles DLC. There's actually more than... So the the first DLC, Eddie's mission, is actually only one mission as far as I can tell. And so Savaria's is at least two. I started the second mission, but I didn't get time to, to finish it because Valkyrie Chronicles missions take like an hour. So... Oh, but it was kind of interesting because uh, that, that, that stage, the first uh, stage with Savaria, you, you have to play very differently than usual because your characters are very underpowered with the exception of Savaria herself. So it's all about kind of like hunkering everybody down at base to kind of defend the base as much as possible while Savaria has to go around a big long thing and go capture the enemy's base and stuff like that. So like when it comes to how you play Valkyria Chronicles traditionally, it has this one character who's kind of like a central focus of combat that is pretty rare because I mean Valkyria Chronicles is all about like, you know, using different classes and stuff to, to in some ways almost act like a rock, paper, scissors kind of thing of like, oh, you want to use shock troopers against these kind of troops. You want to use lancers against these kind of troops. Um, and, and, and then also, you know, you have to think about like, you know, the distance. So like snipers want to, you know, stay far away, stuff like that. Nothing, nothing super special with that stuff. But, but the point being is that it's all about like party dynamics in a lot of ways where when you're playing with Savaria, she has range, she has firepower, she has defense, she has a, like a devastating capabilities against tanks. She's basically the ultimate character, uh, but there's only one of her and they put her in a place that makes it hard for her to assist everybody else. So, so the whole mission is basically 
keeping everybody else alive and in the base while while Savaria runs around and does your dirty work. So the second mission basically starts with Savaria being kind of like captured. So you have to go use your little crappy troops to, to go break her out, I guess. But we didn't actually start it yet. So so I'll be on the stream on Thursday next week doing that. And then I think we're going to do the six extra uh, missions, which have no story associated with them. They're just normal missions that you can play. Um, and you can use the full party. So unlike the Eddie story, which had using a very specific set of characters from the first game, uh, the six extra missions, it sounds like you can just use whoever. So so I don't really know who my like strongest team members are on there, but I know I'll be putting Vice in my party because that's how I played Valkyrie Chronicles 1. Lots and lots of Vice. So, so yeah. Uh, weirdly, also Valkyrie Chronicles related. Uh, not this weekend, but the weekend before... I think that sounds right. Weekend before the weekend before that, maybe. I don't remember. I started Shining Resonance Refrain, um, which is a uh, an action RPG by Media Vision, who uh, you might know for being Wild Arms developers. But since Valkyrie Chronicles 3, which is why I mentioned Valkyrie Chronicles, is... Uh, uh, been the Valkyrie Chronicles developers as well. So they've, they've, they've Valkyrie Chronicles 3, uh, Revolution, and Valkyrie Chronicles 4, or at least they worked on it in some form, but they seem to be kind of like the head developers, or at least the main support team to Sega in, in creating that game, at the very least. Um, so yeah, I started Shining Resonance Refrain, and, and, and from a story perspective, it's not that interesting. It's pretty pretty straightforward JRPG um it, it's basically about a dude with a dragon stuck inside of him and everybody wants this dragon boy inside of him but but he's just kind of the the anti-war type he's like oh i don't i don't know what i want kind of thing and then ultimately what he wants is to help his friends so he he, he agrees to work with the dragon kind of thing so it's kind of the same kind of character where i'm actually not really a huge fan of that type of character the one that's kind of timid and and can't like makes a lot of like can't communicate what problems they're having and and stuff. So they 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 kind of just come off as I don't know what, what you come off as like just not somebody who has confidence to be to be like a, like an effective character in some ways. Like he 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 really has a like he has reasons for not wanting to use this dragon, but he doesn't really tell anybody why. And then there's one point where where he does start like telling people why he doesn't want to use this dragon in his body to wage a war kind of thing. And then one of the other characters, Sonya, which I actually do like Sonya quite a bit, uh, just like starts screaming over him about about like, why are you so scared of using this dragon? He's like trying to tell her and he can't. But most of the time he like he, he just doesn't he just whenever somebody asks him about it, he's just kinda like, uh, uh, uh <laughs> and it's like Yuma, that's his name, Yuma. It's like Yuma, please just tell people why you're having so such trouble. It's I mean it's pretty straightforward of his mom just said the dragon's an evil thing and it will hurt people, so don't let it out, kind of thing. Um, which yeah, I don't know, but but so the story I'm not like super impressed with, but I do like a lot of the characters. Uh, uh, the, the main ones are kind of weak for the most part. I think Sonya is a good character. She's kind of like the main heroine. I'm actually surprised because uh, Kirika, she's like an elf girl um, who like casts magic and stuff. Um, she was kind. I feel like she was kind of the main character art for that game originally. Like like the the focus a lot of a lot of the media around it and there's also like a VR thing where, with Kirika where you can basically I guess walk around the the town of the game with her. Um, I don't think that got localized though. I think that's Japan only for that that VR thing. Um, but 
but I kind of assumed she was going to be kind of the main female character of this game, but she's kind of like the most quiet out of them all. Um, Sonya's definitely the most like aggressive. She's like this princess knight kind of thing. Um, and then you also have, shoot, I forgot her name. It starts with the F. She's like this other kind of like mage girl who's like very, very spunky, jokey kind of character. And then you have Kirika, who's kind of the, the reserved like elf magic person thing. Um, I, I like Sonya a lot, but I don't really care for Kirika. I don't really care for Yuma. And then, uh, and then you also have, um, like, ah, shoot, what is her name? Agnum? Agnum's like this, this like hot headed guy with like a guitar thing that he smacks people with. I like Agnum a lot. He's very much just kind of like your, your bro in a lot of ways, but, uh, but yeah, I shouldn't go too deep into this this character stuff. Although it's worth noting that Shining Resonance Refrain has like two extra characters in it, which are like evil kind of characters. But if you start the game in Refrain mode, which is basically a new game plus, you get those characters immediately. Um, even though in the story, they're still evil to you. So it's like this weird dynamic where you're like having these relationship conversations with these two characters and and they're being like very, very romancy kind of situations with you meanwhile in the story they're talking about trying to kill you and stuff so so it's like this weird dynamic but i mean these, these characters were added later you're not really supposed to play the refrain, refrain part of the game until after you beat the game once but i know for sure i'm not going to play through the game twice so i was like eh, i'm i'm probably good um and it also just has like a really weird like in the same way so, so the developers also did Valkyrie Revolution, which is also like an action RPG kind of thing. Um, and, and Valkyrie Revolution and Shining Resonance are, are two very different styles of action RPGs. Uh, but in terms of how the combat feels, in some ways it's similar. Like, like even though Shining Resonance is very much an action RPG, like you're pressing a button to attack, something about it just feels like off and kind of like hands off in a lot of ways. So it's just like, I don't like... Like it just doesn't it doesn't feel super responsive and Valkyrie Revolution kind of feels the same way but Valkyrie Revolution is a is a like action game with with a layer of strategy on top of it so when you're when you put in an attack command in Valkyrie Revolution you're not putting in the individual slice you're telling your character do a melee combo so you press the button once and they do a full melee combo every time um, where in this game you press the button four or five times to do the melee combo kind of thing so so even though it's like a different style of action game they feel weirdly similar in that in that way but i'm only like uh, about six or seven hours in so i'm not super super deep i think it's like a 30 hour game though so i guess i'm maybe technically a third of the way through it um yeah it's it seems fine i'm having a good time with it for the most part so overall it is okay in terms of news this week there isn't anything particularly noteworthy that I that I came across a lot of a lot of what I was looking at was kind of like Tokyo Game Show cleanup and uh I didn't really see too much that really jumped out at me um one thing that is not right now uh relevant but will be soon and I'm excited for is a Honey Parade Games Jet Girls so there's an anime called Jet Girls it's about water skiing girls who have water guns that shoot each other uh and it is fan service filled as far as the trailers have shown um but I love me some center figure of Peach Beach Splash. Fan service or not, that game is really cool. <laughs> and, and so I'm very excited for, for the developer who's worked on that is also working on the Jet Girls game. So it seems like they're going to have some kind of Jet Girls stream on the 25th of September. So I might really go out of my way to take a look at that. Because uh, Jet Girls, even though I know it's not going to be great, 
um it will it will probably be one of my most like anticipated games because i liked peach beach splash so much and i have a lot of regret with peach beach splash because um I really didn't get to play the online and the in, to the level I wanted to. By the time I was playing the online, uh, the community was already dying. Um, so I really hope with Jet Girls that I get it day one and and try to get as much out of that online mode as possible. Uh, obviously, like mechanically, I'm sure it's going to work very differently. I, I'm I'm assuming it's going to have online multiplayer. I don't know that for sure, but I assume it does. Um, but mechanically, it works very differently. If like if you don't know what Jet Girls is, it's like a water ski thing. Uh, these girls have guns and and so I'm going to guess it's kind of like a race kind of thing, but you have the ability to kind of shoot each other during it. And you also have two characters, so in some ways you can maybe call it like a Mario Kart Double Dash kind of thing. But uh, but I'm a big Wave Race fan, and I'm a big uh, Peach Peach Splash fan, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to actually seeing some gameplay of that game. I'm sure it will be low budget and not great, but... I'm excited. <laughs> and then the other thing, more anime games. Uh, I, I saw the Tokyo Game Show demonstration of Sword Art Online uh, Alicization Licorice. I think it's Licorice. Licorice? I don't know. Licorice. <laughs> um, and, oh, there's there's like a story trailer that came out. It was really weird. Like, it was A, everybody was angry. B, it was all storyboard art. And anytime it wasn't storyboard art, it was like people scrunching their faces up very aggressively uh it's a very weird trailer i don't really know if it's like themed off something or trying to imitate Im imitate something it reminds me a lot of this like old flash animation or something from like 2008 with like a, a girl it's like all drawn in red is like a girl taking a test i think and then like destroying her desk and then blowing up the school or something like that it was like it, it was some really weird thing uh, but it kind of reminded me of that just because probably because all the storyboard art so is like all line art and stuff like that. But anyways, that that aside. Uh, so then I looked at the actual gameplay and that game is is weirder than I thought it would be. Like I've been looking at the trailers and the short like bits of bits of gameplay they showed and we and we talked a little bit about like how the 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 how hitting enemies kind of looked kind of weak and stuff and how I noted that oh there's like some some like charge skills and stuff that that have like a, a greater impact on the enemies. Uh, knockback so i was like oh maybe that maybe the melee attacks are very like not really intended to be to have a lot of impact but the charge attacks will so th this gameplay and i'm gonna link it in here it's like <laughs> it's like it's very slow it's very slow so everybody and i don't know how the movement works in this really but basically everybody's just kind of walking around this battle arena and when i mean walking i mean like very cautiously walking it's not like it's not a fast walk. It's not any of that. It's this very slow step. And then it seems like the only real fast movement, and he has the, you have the ability to dash. And I don't know if you have a limit on the number of dashes you can do. I did see they, they dashed at least twice in a row at some point. But but it seems like the movement is very slow. Uh, and then you have, your, you have like your standard combo, your, your melee combo. And that like I said before, it doesn't really seem to have a lot of impact. Um, but every... Every skill that I could really look at had like three levels of charge. So it looked like every time you used a skill, you would charge it, wait for the first charge, then you could use it, or you could wait for the additional two charges for a full charge skill. And then and then you would attack. So it, it makes this really weird and slow battle system where everybody's kind of just like pattering along and then they seem like they do like a combo and then kind of go into a charge skill and then so the enemies do this too so so the they were fighting like the night girl the girl with the eye patch or whatever um they were fighting her and she was like 
during combat, she would stop and begin charging. And then so the player had like time to kind of react to that. Um, and I assume the AI would have time to react to your charge as well. But, you know, being a sort of online game, how effective the AI will or won't be to that is a whole other thing. Um, but, but yeah, it's just this weird, it's just like a weird flow to it. It's like a weird action game that kind of, I don't want to say it's it's turn-based, but it's very deliberate. And I, and I like that a lot. I like that it's not very hack and slashy and, and, but it looks like it's real time, even though it's not just run around and smack stuff. Um, and there's also these things called, I think it's called like ad deviation where in certain weapons or certain attacks, you could, you could press the triangle button to like add on an additional attack. And I don't really know what the, like what the downside is to doing that or what the cost is. Um, there's like a, quite a few meters on screen. So, so I think it's a fairly complicated system. Uh, the developer who's working on it, as far as I can tell is Aquarius. These are the guys who worked on infinity moment, hollow fragment, and then hollow realization, um infinity moment and in, in the two hollow games are are well infinity versus the two hollow games are is a very different style of game but the, the two hollow games are actually pretty close to each other um with the the biggest thing is that the environments were kind of expanded it, i'm saying this as somebody who hasn't played the original infinity moment and and hollow realization but from what i've seen the environments were expanded in hollow realization uh they also expanded the party from just two characters to four characters so it seems like very much a game that took took what hollow fragment was and kind of blew it out into like a full console RPG rather than like this weird PSP to Vita, uh, upscale conversion of a game and like stapling stuff onto it. Hollow fragments, a weird game. I have a bunch of articles about it. If I'll, I'll link my, my tag for the game. So if you want to look at it, you can, you can look at the bunch of things I wrote for that game. Cause it's a bizarre product, hollow fragment. Um, but I, I like that they've really gone out of their way to create something that looks and feels very different than their last last two games. I was a little worried that when, when the next game came around by them, that it was just going to be more hollow realization. And, and you know, again, I haven't played hollow realization. Maybe there's some something about that game that really makes it stand out. But I, I based off what I saw, it, it seems like it's just an expanded version of Hollow Fragment, which I'll be honest... As fascinating of as a game as Hollow Fragment is from a design perspective, mainly because it's a budget, like the, the, the budget of the how they put the two, or basically the, I don't want to say laziness, but the limitations of how they shove the original PSP game into that Vita game makes it a strange product. And I can't say that the game itself is why I found it fascinating. It, it's just, it's just how, how that game kind of came to be and came to include the content it has. I don't, that's a little confusing. Again, I'll link my article so you can, so you can look at those. But, um, but yeah, I'm really glad to see them doing something really different, uh, this time around. And I think, I think I'm pretty much, I don't know when this game's coming out, Alicization or whatever. I think I'm pretty much committed to getting it. I, I really like what I've seen and I, I probably should catch up on what the heck is happening in that sort of online stuff. I, I haven't watched anything beyond sort of online too. Uh, and I know there's been quite a bit of stuff since then. <laughs> I was looking at a trailer this weekend. I don't know what it was for. It was related to this this Alicization stuff, though. And, like, Kirito's in a wheelchair in, like, a vegetative state. And he's just, like, being rolled around with the two swords on his chest. And, like, what is going on in this series now? <laughs> so I was like, uh, I need to catch up on it and figure out what the heck, what the heck that is. Uh, 
because I have an unhealthy interest in sort of online use. I don't want to say unhealthy. I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've, I've kept my distance from them. Like I haven't played any of the fairy games and, and I haven't played hollow realization. So, you know, it's really been the ones that interested me most fatal bullet. And that's because of all the freedom war stuff. I won't go into for the 30 billionth time. So I'm interested in that game. I'm looking forward to it. So two anime games. That's my, my future interest. And then Gun Gun Pixies. Oh boy. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting. Like, oh man, I don't feel bad about liking those games, but like if I think if you went to any person who plays video games normally and I'm like, well, I'm inter- interested in, in Jet Girls, sort of online alicization and Gun Gun Pixies, they'd be like, man, you're really into A, fan service games, and B, anime. And I think the answer to those two things is like, actually, I don't care about fan service. And I I don't watch that much anime. <laughs> so, so yeah, I don't know. I have a, I have problems with my tastes. Uh, Link's Awakening, I might, I might check that out. I, I don't know. I'm undecided if I want to check out the Link's Awakening remake first or just go back to the Game Boy version and play the Game Boy version first. I don't know. I need to play I need to play a Zelda at some point. It's been a while. I think Oracle of Ages is the last Zelda I played. No, Breath of the Wild was. But um, before that, Oracle of Ages was the last Zelda I played, which was like 2015, I think. It was before I moved out here to Las Vegas that I played it. So, so yeah. Whew. That's it for this week. Thanks for coming. Um... In terms of what's up on the on the website, I had a I had a weekend quick hits post up this weekend. Those posts are definitely transforming less into here's the extra news post and more into I thought about some stuff when looking at news this weekend. So if you want to see my thoughts on some random garbage, you can. Uh, so so that post talks a little bit about uh, kind of the current like I guess like it's weird to like I don't know. It talks about. It's in there. I've written about it. It's like Final Fantasy fourteen stuff and like how I feel like I just have this weird relationship with it at this point and I don't know what to do about it. <laughs> um, uh, and I also talked about uh, uh, Legend of... No, not Legend of Legacy. Um, Last Idea. It's like a mobile game. And they had a collaboration project with a, with some other uh, anime or some manga. And I think the manga only features three girls. So when they added costumes to the main game, they applied this, the, the female costumes to the male characters as well. And even though there are some slight alterations, they are fairly faithful to the original outfits. And so you get this like very dress-like outfit for the men. Uh, you get a very... Like, like I don't know what you would call it, like an outfit that shows a lot of skin in a way that usually a guy outfit wouldn't show and in places that a guy outfit wouldn't show. Like you may individually see skin in those places, but you don't typically see it in the way that it's implemented in this, this outfit. It's very much almost cut one-to-one from the female character design. And then there's one other one where they actually do give the male character pants where the other character does not. Um, but it is still very faithful to the original design of the, the, the manga character it's pulled from. So I thought that was like a really great example of um, pulling or like making, making, making male outfits that aren't, aren't just the usual pants, suit jacket kind of thing. Like, you know, cause men don't have a lot of clothing options in terms of variety. It's, it's pretty much the same stuff. <laughs> so I'm glad that they, they did something like that. And I think that's really cool. I'll never play last idea, but I think that's neat that they did that. And there's some other stuff in there. Um, <laughs> and then I had a, a quick play for Final Fantasy 15 Comrades go up last week. So you can go ahead and check that out. 
it's pretty lengthy um but i really like final fantasy 15 comrades it's cool if you if you like multiplayer final fantasy stuff or even just like any kind of action rpg kind of stuff like online action rpg kind of stuff i i would recommend checking out it's it's a it's a pretty solid game there's a lot of load times and it's kind of grindy at times but i think it overall plays very well and and if you played final fantasy 15 and haven't looked into comrades i i would encourage you to spend some time with it i think it's a, a really cool little thing and the first part of it only takes about 20 hours so so it's not a huge commitment either uh i haven't started the second part of it to say you know for sure uh it feels like it ends on a pretty solid note, the first part, and I, I don't feel like I, I would, I'm would i missing much by not doing the second part, but I'm going to do the second part anyways because I'm a dummy. <laughs> we'll, we'll get back there. Um, and then this upcoming week, I have a quick play for Sonic Riders. Um, so I kind of finished up everything I can do with that game and, and put it uh, out there. And obviously, you can see the VODs for all the streams and stuff. So Valkyrie Chronicles, there's two streams available for that. And then uh, I'm not sure what we're going to do after those Valkyrie Chronicles streams. Probably play another or probably play that xbox shooter i forget what it's called valkyrie drive something like that something like that um valkyrie gunner i don't know i'll, I'll look at it it's an xbox game by sega uh gun valkyrie that's what it's called anyways um i'm gonna hold off on the quick plays for a little bit i'm ready to move forward on my next video in terms of I've, i gotta just record the audio for it and then start the editing process so instead of spending a chunk of my weekend trying to get the quick play stuff uh up and ready i want to spend that time on, on making the full video thing and, and try to get that that out when i can so so quick plays after sonic riders probably gonna take a little bit of a break then once i finish up this other video i'll go ahead and begin that process again so so over the weekend you can probably just ex or, or i guess on monday uh you can probably just expect the usual well aside from this week with sonic color or not sonic colors sonic riders quick play you can just expect the the podcast and the stream for for a little while while i figure out this other video so Whew, that's it thanks for coming wonkshoreport.com is the website and i hope you have a great week bye